podcast, uh, what you're about to listen to is kind of like half the show from a show I do with DraftKings, for DraftKings, called Props and Drops with the DraftKings co-founder, uh, Matt Kalish, and uh, one of the senior executives there, uh, The Herm. Uh, we start with props, which is prop bets, sports, and then we go into drops, which is usually, lately, because Kalish and I are so into it, NFTs, but we do touch on sneakers and sports cards and comics. You should absolutely go search wherever you listen to podcasts, props and drops. Props and drops, I'll try to share on my social a little bit. Uh, go into the VFriends Discord and ask people for the link, a lot of people listen in that. But what you're about to listen to is a what I would call a very sophisticated and in-depth, thoughtful, and very creative conversation of the current state of NFT land. And for people that are into it, really, really good. And even for, and for people that are not into it, probably a really good primer to some of the nuances within it. So I, I just thought it was really excellent. I wanted to chop it up and make it our podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. All right, hard transition. What's the biggest takeaway so far from NFT NYC besides we should all set up a conference? That people are excited, there's great energy. It reminds me of the Web 2.0 movement, early days, people know they're in on something. Everybody's joyous, there's a lot of creativity, a lot of lives have been changed, a lot of positivity, a lot of excitement, comma, a little, for me, a little too much, like it's about the community and art and we're changing the world and fuck the old establishments, it's decentralization as the hidden comments to 95% of the people are here for the flip and the money and the day trading. Like the activity is very clear. A stunning percentage of people right now in this community are here for the flip and the day trading, which is fine by me. I, I, I don't like when people try to run away from the fact that they like the business part or they're there to make some money for themselves or their family and try to say it's about something. I don't like that. It's it's why I don't talk about all my charity work because most of my friends and contemporaries and acquaintances use charity work as like the way to make them seem like better humans. Like I don't like how it's brought up or how it's used. Just do it for the right reason and just do it. And so there's a little bit of that vibe right now, which is, you know, like I'm talking to people and they're telling me about their project and they're like, and like they like kind of like can't wait to quickly get past the upfront stuff and talk about the floor price and the flip and the this and the that. And this is how, and this influencer is going to tweet it. And it's like a lot of like, and I'm a businessman. I love that shit. Look at my background. I love the flip. I love a good garage sale. I love all that. But um, so it's a little different than web two where, everybody who's changing the world knew that if everything went well, in six years, maybe some money would be there. This is like, I'm gonna buy this llama with a cigar up its ass and a sombrero with a fucking lava explosion in the background for 800 bucks with the great hope that I can flip it for 2,700. And that, again, it's okay, but the percentage is too high and the hypocrisy is through the roof and we need to, tweak that otherwise we will have a massive meltdown like every time day trading and gold rush behavior happens and we are fully in that my friends matt sitting in boston what is your what's your take from what you're seeing on twitter and all the text messages you're getting Besides. yeah it seems like a, a love fest <laughs> down there for the most part you know a lot of my friends from twitter i see you know out there look 
the point stands, I think, that Gary's making, which is that there's a lot of unrealistic expectations out there in the market still. And I think some of that's coming down a little bit. You know, Ethereum went up a lot in price. Gas fees went up a lot. That has a little bit of a cool down effect on some of the cheaper NFTs. So like you see a little bit of a reality check on some projects that the floor comes down, you know, but there's unrealistic expectations yes. from a lot of people that you're going to get atypical returns forever. And that's just not the right expectation now. And when I was growing up, the idea of getting 6% to 8% annual return on money that you have invested is like standard, right? And then if you're killing it, you might have a 20% year or you might have a 15% year and you're gonna have years that you lose money on your investments. And that is how typical returns work. And I think that there's a lot of people with unrealistic expectations because there's been six months of, you know, oh, I made eight times my money in an hour, or, you know, I bought something that went up a hundred X in one week and that's not sustainable. So I think that, um, that realization starting to happen and it's very healthy. And like the more that we can evangelize that and enforce that and make it more about the art, more about the community, more about the culture that's being created around crypto and like the decentralized or sort of anti-authoritarian like friend group, the memes, like that's what the fun is. Or four oars. Or chop that up. Or we can just Six. have both in parallel and be fine with that. I you know, there's plenty about the art. There's plenty about the community. It's great. It's that there's a lot of people doing that thing that drives me bananas because I know it always ends bad for them and everybody else, which is complete faking the funk of like what they're about when it's all about the money. It's okay. I know we live in a culture where like you have to, you have to be thoughtful, you know, around, you know, there's a, there's a push against capitalism and I understand why, but it's okay to want to do well. Like you want to do well in your job. You want to help your parents pay and pay their more. Uh, there was some kid who did it, who did the fake shit to me, pitched her project. We, you know, and you know this Dustin said, like I'm very, I love interacting with people. I'm patient, I'm thoughtful, I listen. So it's like a seven minute combo. It's not like a selfie thing. Fakes the funk. The community and I'm gonna give back and blah, 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 blah. and then he gets to the money, right? This and Gary, if you can just push it and you know and like the, and then he goes into, I really, you know, I'm an immigrant and I just want my parents are in debt and they've done everything for my life. And I'm like, fuck, uh. man, if you just started with that shit, instead of trying to trick people that you fucking give a shit, you give a shit about your parents and getting out of your situation, which is amazing and nothing wrong with that at all. But there's this like thing that everyone's like, and about the art, I'm gonna help artists in, in Afghanistan. And I'm like, dude, are you? Like, like, you know, like, don't say shit you don't mean. How did that seven minutes end? Well, like I gave him a little bit of advice. I told yeah. him like, you know, like patience, like the, the, that's the thing that scares the shit out of me. Every, to Kalish nailed it. These unrealistic, like, I, Kalish, you really nailed it, brother. Like I used to be like, man, if I made 20% of my money, I'm a genius. Like I'm a fucking genius. Like if I take a thousand bucks and have 1200 bucks, like good. D double? You're a fucking hall of famer. I'm like moonwalking to Cooperstown. Like 2,000 from 1,000? Now it's like, I'm gonna mint this thing for $73. And if it's not worth 47,000 in two weeks, I'm like, eh. 
or Jim, two hundred fifty bucks to three point six million. Is that what happened with Kalish? No, Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. Four to eight. Yeah, and that's. Wow, Kalish is doing great. <clears throat> I I'm a sucker. I just hold everything. I actually love that Matt like just sells and flips. I like love it so much. It's the best thing he does. I'm like look good on paper now then there's gonna be a winter and i'm gonna be like eh, then like but but i actually i'm i'm joking just for everybody's listening i buy a very different way i buy and go to sleep and i'm confident like i'm confident in world of women four years from now i'm confident in creatures i'm confident in punks you know i'm confident in what i buy yeah plus i just reinvest a hundred percent effectively of everything so it's like <laughs> you end up in the same place. What I realized is all that means is I have to pay more taxes, which is a, I like Gary's strategy a little better, maybe. Especially right told for at least a year, right? Kayla, back to educating everybody yeah. here. Like you, you made it, you transacted on a big ape, which means you didn't sit with it for an over a year. And that would have put you into capital gains versus ordinary income, right? Yeah. So listen, I mean, the way this works people. and I pay like, I'd like this is legit. I know crypto has an interesting history. Like, I add it up and pay the fucking tax. So, like, when you do a short term gain on a crypto thing, and it's forty two percent. Yeah, tax. just so everybody knows you're paying forty two percent of your profit back to the government because you didn't sit on it for a year. It's short term. Once it goes over a year, you hold the the token for three hundred sixty six days. Now you're paying twenty eight. I guess these days, or I don't know what's the number, right? Okay, yeah, you know, you it's like I don't, a full you know. calendar year, I think. I don't. No, no, the percentage um, difference. It's like a real, per, you know. I don't, oh, oh, yeah, it's like twenty percent more. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, on a fucking multi-million dollar thing, you're talking about four hundred, a two million dollar. I don't know what yours went for. It's all public, so we can talk. It's, it's so weird sure. now. In the back of the day, if a transaction happened, I would never ask Kalish for how much he sold it for because it's like inappropriate. But now with the way the world works, it's all transparent. So it's like. Everybody awesome. knows. Yeah, I think it's. I actually think it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. As a matter of fact, how about this one? I got a hot take for you. I want to do a startup that is a tr trading platform for NFTs. Like, the, like what? I'm not educated enough. I mean, I have some thoughts, but like, if I spent three months on it, got the best engineers, got a team together, and made like the place, right? You call it like the trading pit, you know, like the sand lot, whatever. Like you used to do as kids, and you trade. This is where you go and you put up stuff. You and you just trade. But what I want to do is everybody's account is a public board of, in the world, who's the best and the worst trader, right? So like, for example, AJ traded a Bored Ape Yacht Club early, early on for a Mbappe crypto striker. Like he got dismantled. Like his is worth, you know, two ETH, three ETH, maybe four ETH, maybe four. His is worth 16,000, the ape is worth, you know, 300,000, you know, like, and so he would be yeah. negative. And the board right now, it's just all math, right? It'd be like negative 276,000 for AJ and be like way down there. Like how, f that would be so fun. And then every log of every trade, what that would do, first of all, if that existed, what I just said, I would try to trade with Kalish every day just for the game. Like yeah, without even know, like even, without even like really giving fuck, like, hey, I'll take that, you know, world of women. Do you want this creature? Give me that deadhead. I'll give you this beef. Like just, just for the fun of it, because it would all be public. I think I actually think that feature or site is going to be big. It's just fun. Who's better at trading? One of the reasons I'm trying to get people to understand is I'm very concerned that when, not if, there's a big dip correction, will some kids genuine like you have to understand day trading? Like there's a lot of people on Wall Street who take their life.
because you can't hide that you lost. So not only did you lose a lot of money that you thought you had and this summer, I'm going to be in the Hamptons and I'm going to helicopter and now it's all gone and you don't have that. You have the shame of being wrong in front of everybody. There's a lot of kids in the space right now who are the champion of NFTs in their family and friend network. All their families and friends told them it was a scam and bullshit and garbage and they've won. They look like the winner. If what happened with internet stocks in 1999 happens with NFTs where everything loses 80% of its value because of a crash, they now are the loser. Plus, once you win a little bit, I'm seeing a lot of people's behavior. They won on World of Women. They made like 10,000 bucks, but they sold it and now they've bought in five bad projects because they thought they were geniuses. And now, like, and so you can really, and so now all of a sudden, the market crashes and the Wall Street Journal right, runs NFTs, confirmed fad. So now the narrative changes. This is what happened with the internet, by the way. This is what always happens. This is what they said about Facebook stock. This is what they said about Snapchat stock. This happens. It happens. You have to be able to ride the waves. My concern is, unlike the people that bought stock, who were like different people back in the day, not the Robin Hood crowd, not what we have now. These are kids who are incredibly insecure, whose entire self-esteem is wrapped up right now into their winning in NFT land. If and when it crashes, will they have the stability emotionally to deal with not only, oh my God, 80% of my net worth was in these five NFTs and now it's nothing, but can they face their circle and if they map to the much more stable people on in my much much more rationale to not be embarrassed stock people who could hide and be like no no I'm okay actually like you could hide you can't hide here will that lead to very very bad things i am incredibly worried about this hence why i keep saying over and over be thoughtful play with money that you can afford to lose Understand what we're in right now. It's a gold rush. Many people lost money in the gold rush that caught it in the wrong time, but here we are hundreds of years later and gold still matters. This will matter. Not every NFT will matter. If I'm incapable of executing, be friends will not matter. Be thoughtful. Play with money you can afford to lose. Don't get caught up in the FOMO. Be thoughtful. Be patient. Don't overflex if you're winning right now with your friends because then you're going to have to reconcile with that. So don't be, there's a lot of kids that don't know how to deal with success. They're making fun of their friends. You motherfucker, I told you, you didn't fuck. I'm the fucking guy. Well, guess what? When you're not, it's the tortoise and the hare. You're the hare right now. I'm the fuck. You're the hare in your group. But some other kid might just be, have his, was it more risk adverse, just doing well at their job? got promoted, like you're shitting on your friend for nine months, now they get promoted and they're making 30K more and your fucking snail and fucking raccoon went from 80K to 4K. I just, this is very fucking important talk. I think net net is this is real life. <clears throat> it is. And it, it is sometimes real. feel it, like it's real, it sometimes feels like it's fake. Actually, a lot of times it feels like it's and, fake. And that's an interesting insight because in that fake is actually the magic. I actually think the creativity and youthfulness of NFTs is the best part. 30, 40, 50 year olds are feeling like they're nine and 12 year old self again. And I actually think that's magic. Yep. I think one of the most magical parts of NFTs is it's, it's kind of who I've always been, but I'm seeing it hit other people. Hold on to your youth. Hold on to your curiosity. Hold on to your imagination. Don't conform to grown up land. Play that game, be that human. And you're seeing it, you're seeing serious people 
tap into feelings they haven't felt since they were five, seven, nine, 13. So it's very special. To your point, it's all balance. Right. It's fucking balance, right? It's like it's like I see the political landscape. In a world of like extreme blue and extreme red, every day I'm like, how do I get everybody to be purple? It's like how inception. Every- you need to you need to find a dreidel or whatever that thing was. I didn't well, I don't I didn't see that movie, but okay, I understand. Well, that reference oh right, makes that little no that sense. little thing. I actually no, I do. That that silver thing. Yeah, it's like are you in a dream or are you not? Yeah, yeah. So nonetheless, I like that. Nonetheless, I'm really excited about these last four minutes, five minutes. We touched on two very important points pro and con in a lot of ways. The pro of this incredible thing that might help a lot of people hold on to a part of their humanity that I think the world for the last 100 years has forced out of people and I think the people that have held on have had incredible success and happiness. And then also the downside of gold rushes, stock booms, and the youth is in, pot committed. And that is scary to me. Kalish? Yeah, look, I've made 300 friends in the last six months. From NFTs, right, and, and just people a, that I really feel like I'm part of something, and that's a real thing. But like, and he only had four friends you, coming into this last six months. He was trying to weed them out. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you had like four friends when this started. I had like one friend. Now I have <laughs> three hundred and one friends. Yeah, and I really and, like and and friends, Kalish, like let's real, let's let's talk about this. Connection. Of those three hundred, how many do you think are like on the verge of being best friends? And how many are in friend land? And how many do you think will evolve into acquaintances? This is actually interesting. 300, you said. Now I'm asking you to break them up into three groups. Your intuition, your gut. Over the next 24 months, 36 months, how many will become best friends? How many will stay as friends? And how many of those people will become solid acquaintances? I think it'll be like 10% plus best friends. Like... 30% 30% keep in touch with regularly, maybe 50, 60% will be very loose. That's you know, awesome. That's an amazing you're in, life. You're in touch. That's a huge new yeah. world. Go ahead. It is. Look, like if you woke up and found yourself with 80% or 90% of your net worth in NFTs and you like want or need that money because it could improve your lifestyle, lifestyle, sell some NFTs. Like you really should. There's too much of this diamond hands like pride in never selling anything and it's fucked up like you should if you can significantly improve your lifestyle significantly improve the backstop and the financial security that you have i agree by selling an nft maybe you're even just trading down to like i had the you know top 10 percent of this project and i'm trading down to the a floor or a 60 percent. by the way that was very smart i'm emotionally attached to this lion i'm emotionally attached to this creature i'm emotionally attached to this beef friend, but I heard Kalish, and he's right, I have debt, wait a minute, I can get a better house, my kids wanna move out of this neighborhood, my child is struggling and can get a full-time tutor, there's real life, medical bills, let's talk real talk, right? It, to his point, some people don't wanna be out of the club, it's like it's kinda like being in a gang, really, it's very real, like this is human psychology, tribalism, He's, he made a like great- like a good gang. Yeah, good gang, and, yeah. And, and bad gangs are good too for a lot of people in a lot of okay. ways and that you have to really understand if you're coming from that perspective. Obviously, if you're not, and we understand the bad side, but there's the bad side of being in these good gangs. You blindly believed in a PFP project, you loved your Falcon, I'll use one that's not out there, your fancy Falcon so much, but then it all went to zero, that's also bad, and you know, so I, you know, not, I'm not even talking about the money, I'm talking about back to what I was talking about, the self-esteem, all this, Kalish just brought up a tremendous point that I want everybody to hear. A couple things. One, I made a point to say I agree, I agree, I agree. I'm diamond hands because I live what I talk. 
every dollar I have in NFT land can go to zero and it doesn't change my life at all. So that's important. It may change my, this is where I'm weird. It would change my upside. If I sold my 59 punks, I could do a lot with that. I just don't want that stuff. You know this about me. I don't want stuff. I don't want the house, the plane, the boat. I don't want shit. And then somebody right now said, yeah, but you want the New York Jets. No, no, I want to try to buy the Jets. I just want my game. I'm in the game. But Kalish made a huge point. There's people that their entire identity is their board ape or their punk. They can absolutely, if they're lucky enough that they have a middle one, an upper middle one, even a lower middle one, you could sell it and go all the way down and buy the cheapest one. You're still in the game. You buy the floor, but you take off 75 ETH. Let's use a realistic thing. You take take 15 ETH in that spread. You're talking about $60,000. And I think this is going to happen a lot next year on cap gains. I actually think next year, let's keep, this show starting to get good. I think next year, you have to look at the times when the market got hot this year, March, August, right? And you have to assume, hey, there's a lot of people that are gonna sell on the 366th day because they're gonna be into this new tax bracket. I think you should also assume for everybody listening that there'll be a bunch of selling in late December this year as people try to sell off winners and losers to offset their taxes. So I think there's gonna be a lot of, do you, have you thought about this, Kalish? I think December, the Particularly last- losing, yeah, like losing NFTs. Like I have a couple of things I feel like I have to sell. I want to educate down. people because I know a lot of people don't know. And I'm not an unbelievable. Explain that one, Matt. Yeah. Talk more about that I, one. I was, yeah. So I have, if you have a lot of gains, it's the same as with stocks. If you have a lot of gain and you sell something that's down, it offsets your gain. So, so like so, if I'm sitting on a, a large gain, I'm paying forty. I just want to. I just want to. I want to just tell everybody what a gain is. That's why I was. I'm sorry to jump in, but like the people, like people are very undereducated on taxes. A gain is you bought something for a thousand dollars. Now you just sold it for fifty thousand. You've made forty nine thousand dollars. You didn't hold on to it for a year, so you're giving up about fifty percent of that to the government. So yeah, you made forty nine. No, you didn't. You made twenty five, right? But if you bought something for eight thousand and it's you could and the market died. Like I have a koala that I paid 75,000 for, the number one koala. I paid 25 ETH for, I, I think I can get three ETH for it right now. If I sell that, that, that loss, right? That, that the 60, $50,000, that offsets my profits so the taxes get, so it's a lump sum game, not one individual. So if you lose that, you could offset the gains and that's, so I think a lot of people, to Kayla's point, a lot of projects lost a lot of money this year. There was a lot of hype in March and August where people got excited me included, and I'm tight. So I got caught in the koala. I'm like, I re- I think this project has a shot. And if it does, I'm gonna buy the number one token. It was, I, I, I didn't get caught, I wanted to try a thesis. Instead of buying the floor, I'm gonna buy the number one one. And it's yeah. a gamble, right? Because if, if it went, I mean, if I bought, if I did that with apes, and bought the number one fucking ape, even when it was expensive, call it in June, July, August, I'm gonna fucking make a fortune. Yep. Yeah, it's a reasonable expectation too that you're gonna have losers. It goes back to the earlier convo, like you are gonna buy something that goes down in value. That's normal and reasonable in Often. any market, like a Often. stock or whatever. Often. It's not normal to, and I have seen people fall into that trap of like I would never sell something for like less than I paid or whatever. That's not normal, typical behavior of of stuff, right? <laughs> like you're gonna have some things that go down, and. Yeah, I think that's really important. Like the, when you sell something like a board ape, for example, say you have one board ape and you, being part of that community means a lot. 
and it's 80% of your net worth because it ran up so much. If you post on Twitter like, oh, I sold my board ape and I traded it down to a mutant ape because I love the community, but this makes a big difference for my family, right? You're going to get a thousand responses of people that are like, fuck yeah, man, good for you. Congratulations. Uh, no one's going to judge that negatively. Like maybe one person, one troll. More, like, more, people are going to be more, happy more for importantly, you that you made that decision. <laughs> more importantly, yeah. don't fucking live your life based on people's reactions to the decisions you're making for you and your family. Yes. And, yes. and that's a lot People of, get it. by the way, there's a lot of unhealthy behavior in the space and the discords where everyone's like, don't sell, don't sell. Cause they are, they don't want you to sell for their vested interest. Cause they're holding. That's why I never say anything yeah. in my V friends. I'm like, do what, whatever's right for your family. I look, I do say the one thing that I believe, which is like, I'm going to build the fuck out of this. So just know that I'm not joking. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I just want to give them the information comma. So it's clear as day and in public, Anybody who's holding a V friend that fits the thesis that Mr. Kalish laid out, which is it will significantly change your family's life. That little move I love, sell a spectacular for 200,000, buy a core right now for 30K and take that nut, woo. That's real money. Yeah, you're still that is in. Great. You're yeah, you're still, still in. in. I, you're <laughs> still in, you're still going to VCon. Matt, that's you're still good. my homie. And by the way, in my world, I've got a sneaky one. My project's sneaky. You can sell a spectacular of a character for a ton and buy a core of a premium character for a lot less. Now, on the record, I don't know which ones are the premium characters. I have intuitions. Yeah, We've referenced them. That was a loaded statement. What do you mean that could be? Be transparent. I own a candid clownfish. <laughs> Diamond. There yep. you go. Um, all right, can we go into some teachable moments? I think this is fun. The whole Show's fucking cranking. last 15 minutes was teachable moments. Okay, sorry. I have a section called teachable moments. I'd like to get into it. Oh, sorry, I'd <clears> like <throat> you to be skilled enough to adjust to the reality of the situation and realize that we just had 15 minutes of the most teachable Matt, moments. don't you think Gary's facial expressions towards me is basically, he doesn't have to say it, but it's kind of this like, I I like hate you. But at the Matt, same time, I think, love Matt, you so much. Yeah, that's, it's really that's, like, that's, yeah, he's you. just like, I just want you to be better, man. No, it's not that. It's literally, it's like, I am so upset that I like you so, like I legitimately nope, like nope, you so much. No, it's not that at all. Love, it's, sorry, nope, love. Nope, nope, it's, you are my, you are one of my four best friends in high school vibes. Right? And Thank you're like you pissed about it. No, no. I, part of it's like. No, uh, I, you have this fun feeling that you want to be. Face I love though. it. <laughs> no, no, this is fully, our relationship amazing. is fully best. Look at Dustin. It's right. It's best friend high school life, which is like you're just constantly loving and fun little razzing little brother, big brother, brother, twin brother. Shit. Just it's the best. I don't anybody who listens to this show doesn't realize I adore you. Doesn't understand the nuances oh. of communication. God. That's by the way, that's one of my most fascinating things. Like I actually think there are people on listen to the show that don't understand that. They're so literal, they don't understand a nuance if it fucking smacked them in their mouth. Yeah. I held on there. I Thank held you. on there, Seth. I think the pivot here is like I want to touch on for a minute the other side of this this equation, which is say you're somebody who you have some liquidity, you have a little bit of opportunity to be in market right now. You think that the recent dip in in ETH, like the the floor for some projects make them more attractive. Maybe it's like cryptodes or something, right? It was 14 ETH, then it went to four. And you're like, I really wanted one. I thought I missed it. And then I didn't miss it. Like 
how are you thinking about that opportunity now to like buy the quote unquote buy the dip? If the toad was at fourteen, it's out of reach, and now it's at four. How do you? I how, like. What by do the you way, I like that. By the way, I'm so pissed about that project. I love that yeah. dude. I love that project. In the eight weeks where I bought nothing, recently I bought the Weapons and Women project. But in the eight weeks that I bought nothing, because I was fully VaynerX, fully be friends mode, uh, and just needed to kind of like recalibrate and watch. The only thing I bought was one of those toads on on like I missed a mint, but I bought it right away, you know, on the floor. And yeah. I really wanted to go ham because I believe in him. Uh, anyway, nonetheless, if you were like me and really believe in that project, then then this is your golden era. Like, yeah, it's happening in V Friends right now. V Friends floor is in a very attractive place for its last four months, um, yeah. and I, I think you know I've noticed some collectors come in and like really do work, and I'm like smart. Smart. Yeah. I like doing that. I'm 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 actually very excited about the next eight weeks. I want to do some real work. There's some projects I want to triple down on. Yeah. I've been feeling the same. Like the You could tell it's time to buy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, on the record. Never gonna perfectly time the market, but it's a relatively better spot than and Matt, a, a let, and I wanted to say this. It feels like the time to buy with a absolute possibility in six months that everything is dramatically cheaper. But yeah, but to your point, you can't time shit, and I'm forever, again, this is why everybody, I always say, if you day trade, don't listen to me at all. Because what I'm doing is, there's a little lull, let me buy up some stuff, I do know in the back of my mind it could go down another 50%, I'll probably buy again then, but it may not, and then this was the lull. Yeah, I think the listeners would. Can you name like two or three ideas? Like, uh, yeah, on top of the friends, two or three yeah. ideas. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna of go. things that you've noticed yeah, that I'm, seem cheap. I'll do yeah. the same. I've seen. I'm, I'm going to my chart yeah. right now. Um, Hold on, while you guys are pulling that up, it's in the same vein. You guys, you both have a different kind of bag in terms of ETH or opportunity to just fill it with ETH. Like when you look at Matt, when you look at crypto, I got one. You talk about crypto. I got one, and it's fourteen. Like it's why not? 14, not buy, I'm saying, say it's 14. Yeah. Why aren't you buying it if you like that project or feel like, like how do you decide that you missed on that project? Gut, like you think 14 is like too high and you're just gonna wait? Yeah, I mean, of course you're doing that all the time. And to your point, I, I've got one for you. You know what project I think is wildly interesting right now? Curio cards. Really? Yep. Look at that this. was not on my radar. Look at what's this. the case? 0.35, 0.36 for some of the common. These are really kind of like somebody could get in right now at a thousand bucks, a lot of money, but like, not like it was crazy before. Like you can get, I mean, some, I'm looking right now, like some of this shit is fucking interesting. Um, I mean the blue at 2.9, number 27. So here's what I think happened with curio cards. I mean the Apple at 4.0, Apple's 22. It's the first ever Ethereum token. It's at four. Now, again, here's the problem. That's a ton of money. It's dollars $18,000, right? So, but the 0.3 is a thousand and that's, and it's going to be the first Ethereum project. The same reason it exploded this summer is the same reason it's gonna really matter in three years when the normals come in. Don't forget, nobody's in yet. I remember when Facebook stock opened at 42. Dipped to 17. I fucking, 19 I think. I told every person in my office, Marcus, my chief of staff, crushed. Mike Vacanti, my trainer, crushed. But most people didn't listen because 
They thought it was kind of fatty to begin with. Now it opened at 45. Now it's down to 19. And so now my financial advisor and my friends are like, see, you thought. Now it was still good because I got in so early, like three years before the IPO. But, but I was going crazy. Now it's 330. It's only been like seven years, not a long time. Like, yeah. And so that's what I think is gonna happen with curio cards. They will always have, it's not gonna be punks, but because it's before punks, punks is gonna continue to be the thing and then people are gonna be like, wait a minute, curio card. Like, I think I'm very bullish on that project. And I brought it up yeah. because I think it's $1,000 for a lot of the audience is something that feels within reach. And now you've got, and, and if you're listening, you don't have an NFT or you have very few, even looking at Seth and Dustin, I could see their wheels turning, being like, maybe I should get one of those. That's like, you know, I you own back to being part of something. Like the, the thousands probably worth, they both know that they're not as deep as they could be, or maybe even weirdly should be with being this close to me. This is me like looking at them right now. They know, wait a minute, for a thousand bucks, they know they kind of want to talk about it, like when they go out with their friends or other things, because it's so in the air. Now they could say, uh, and I own one of the, I own uh, an NFT from the first ever project, even before this thing called Punks, all for a thousand bucks. It's just worth, a thousand for a lot of people is worth the conversation. The fact that you get to bring up that seven times socially in the next six months, that's worth a thousand. So, and by the way, I'm very confident that they will go up. There's only 30 of them? There's only 30 of them, but they're, they're, they're 1155s. There's multiple there's multiple units of the same. Uh, so there's like 2,000 of this one. Got it. Got it? Uh-huh. Matt, what's yours? I think there's a lot. I was in the the sort of lower, like sub half ETH range. There's some projects like Roboto. I'll name some that I'm in because I, I follow the ones I'm in. And then I'll name some that I'm not in but I've been interested in. So in terms of like what I'm in and I've been keeping track of, like Robotos have a cool ass team. It's like 0.35 ETH for um, good art, good community, good execution from the team. From what I can tell, there's always a chance that things don't go, you know, the, the execution doesn't meet expectations, but like it's, it appears to be a real team, good vibes. So like that was an example of one that seemed like, Hey, this is relatively better opportunity than it was before. Um, Stuff like around one ETH level that I was noticing world of women that Gary mentioned. I mean, that's at a great price right now. May has, May has, do you see the one May got? Yes, it was it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's now it's her fully avatared up. Yeah. I think that's just like too cheap right now. I'm not even sure why it's so cheap, but it's like one and a half ETH range. It was at like three um, for a while or four. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. guys. It, it's a, we're in that time. It's ebb and flow. It's Facebook yeah. was forty two dollars a share. Now it's nineteen. Why is it so cheap? Oh, it must be not good. Boom, yeah. three hundred. Like Snapchat opens at twenty, goes down to five six. Garbage. Snap. Eh, boom, seventy. Like, like, yeah. like this happens all the time. Yeah. The yeah. problem is everybody wants everything to happen this week. I had people come up to me that made. Yeah. God's loads of money on paper, because they haven't hit accept yet, on vFriends, like I crushed for them. This week, come up to me and be like, Gary, you gotta do more stuff to rise the floor. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, I'll take care of my shit. You don't believe? Sell now. I, I obviously didn't say it that way, right? I'm like, I'm like, brother, 
I'm not gonna make decisions. It was so funny. Like, you changed my life. Here's the, st- they literally verbatim multiple times. You've changed my life, I have seven V friends. By the way, can you do some shit for them to go up? I'm like, no, that will make it go down long term. If you're the boy that cries wolf, if you're constantly doing things for your project, like this is, you have to build. If VaynerMedia was looked at financially by the world over the last decade, they would have been mad at me 70% of the time. There yeah. was three years where I didn't make any money. And I'm not I'm not DraftKings like where they raised capital and you're expected to do that as they went for a drillion. I'm a private small business that doesn't like like have capital infusion. So I, I have to pay all my bills. I have no there's I have nothing. I have a credit line, which was different than I even had a wine library. I didn't even have that there. Like so, but like we went three years without making any money. That would be the equivalent to V Friends being two ETH for three years. The whole world would have said you're a fuckface. Guess what? We've made an ungodly amount of money the last two years. Hold on, what other ones? You got Rubatos, World of Women. What else do I have? Round five, four or five range toads look pretty strong. I like toads. We brought um, the team. The Cryptoads yeah. is done by a real yeah. dude. But that's, yeah, ex- that's again, that's expensive. Dude. Twenty. Again, one 000. thing I really like too is I know that people aren't out here buying crypto punks left and right, but like um Me if bits. you go on fr- you know, you can buy a chunk of a of a crypto punk on a fractional site. If you're and if you're a little more I think wealthy, those are just it's... rock solid. You're not going to get like a thirty x return, but when we talk Same about money. like a typical reasonable expectation, like crypto punks have held up really well, even as other projects have have sort of. I got um, one. I got one. A little weak. Now. I got one that's a dark horse. Sup ducks. Oh, banks ducks. got in there. Yep. The bubble guy. Sup ducks. Sup duck. I think has a shot, and those are at like yeah. 1.6, 1.5, so 7,000 bucks, yeah. which ironically is achievable. You know, everything's so crazy right now. By the way, you might not agree, like on that same thread, Cool Cats, I think are like pretty blue chip to be around 60. By the way, Cool Cats, I know why you said you might not agree. Cool Cats to me is so blue chip. Like V Friends, Cool Cats, and Bored Ape, in my opinion, let me just look at this again. Top yeah. V Friends, Board Ape, Cool Cats, right? Me Bits, I might put in there as well, but they're li- V Friends, looking at the top on Crypto Strikes, V Friends, Cool Cats, and Board Ape really have to execute for the next half decade to fill into themselves. They're like a great public company, like a Tesla or something where you have to actually do well to achieve what everyone's saying. And I think I understand CyberKong's also like that. Definitely feel like those um, need to do work, but I understand why you're saying it. I don't, I, I like yeah. SupDucks because I think there's a sneaky good team there. I know one of the founders very well, Frankie, because he's the one that designed VFriends after I drew them. So I know his work ethic. I know his passion for the space. I know he's long-term. So I like his a lot. And I like the price for, that's why I like Curio cards. I like the price. I like I like those a lot, just looking at this. You know, crypto yeah. cannabis, crypto cannabis is an interesting little project that keeps chucking along and is like 360 bucks, 500 bucks, I'm turning into dollars for everybody, that I think is a little sneaky that I've always kept an eye on. I don't even know if I have it. I might have gotten some airdropped. I think I might have bought one. Um, I know about this because I know AJ worked with Sean O'Malley, our UFC fighter, and they made a custom one for him. Um, they've been sneaky and hanging around. That could be, I, I don't know the team AJ does. 
and I trust him. So that makes me think there's something potentially there. I haven't really dug into the team yet, but that's a little bit on my mind. Yeah. I want to mention a couple I'm not in as well, because I just want to make sure that that's you know, what I've just because I happen to buy one or not. I agree with Docs. I don't own any, but I think that it's a great project. Um, Lazy Lions, which we're doing the giveaway, going to One ETH, I think is really interesting. Like very powerful, I think, social presence. The team always seem to show up. They're grinding. They're working hard. Like you'll never feel lonely, I think, owning a Lazy Lion and being in the Discord and being on Twitter. Like you're really part of something. Pudgy Penguins, I think, have dipped a little bit. Um, projects like On One Force. Um, Oni. You know, I don't own any of these, but I think that they're all really interesting at the current, you know, prices right now in the market. Yeah, similar, uh, some other similar one um, to that. I mentioned it. Um, yeah, same with me. Like, you know, which one that I actually, I'm just gonna be very transparent. The one I've probably been spending the most time on. Um, is Stoner Cats. Cause it got so fudded because it's Mila Kunis and the fame thing. Oh. And like, I just know a lot what's going on there. Cause I'm close with Mila and Ashton and like they're point two, and like, they're really not joking. Like they're not going to go away. Like they're going to keep working on this. <laughs> like, so I think that one, and I, I only have like two of those. I think that one's interesting. I mean, look, deadheads, we had them on. They're very inexpensive right now. I do worry like people that follow our wallet might get confused. Like I think I'll probably end up selling some deadheads at the end of the year. Not because I don't sure. believe in the project, but offset. because they're down. Yeah. Right. And so like, if you have some, the reason we talked about earlier. And so I do worry a little bit, like if people see selling action at the Here's, end of the year, remember, more this, like remember this one, this one was hot for a while. Bulls on the block. I don't think I might, again, I um, yeah, might have one or two, on the block, yeah. but like, these are like, I mean, there's a bulls on a block that sold for $137 yesterday. Woo. 134, 321, 161, 217, 137. There's gas with these. 817. So that one, I remember had some, I'm just looking at this. I like that you're converted into uh, USD. Yeah, I you're think it helps people. Right? Yep. I'm trying to look at things that had a few minutes. All right. So I yeah. think, I think the net net is clearly we should add this to every show because this is a fun part. Are you liking this? Yeah, I think it's fun for everybody. People There's, are taking notes. Look at Super Yeti. Remember that? That had a few minutes. All right. We're wrapping Yikes, up. Yikes, the Yetis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we're ready now. Check this out, Kalish. There was a Super Yeti a 6483 that sold for $90 an hour ago. Super Yeti. 0.02 ETH, a Super Yeti. $219, $82, dollars $87. That's the other thing. I've got a real take, by the way. Wow, right at the end? Yeah, right at the end. Two years from now, I might buy like 8,000 Super Yetis and rebrand it myself. I think we don't realize that's in play. Yeah. Like, I'm going to build... The take that a little deeper, please. Okay, well, I'm, I told everybody why I built VaynerMedia, to build a communications death star that scaled me. Seth, how long have you been here? Seth's been here five years. The man. Dustin, did you and I, true or false, did you and I have a conversation in the last, I think, year of like, that was them, thematically around the idea of you always being with me? True. If you, he, he's not very loud. It'd be weird if he said false. Well, no, so. no, it, it would have been amazing if he said false. Maybe he changed his mind. But I, I don't think people understand what I'm doing. I'm really building a family and an infrastructure that's based around people. 
Tyler runs 1.37 p.m. and it's got crazy momentum going on. Why? And Tyler fucking, every six months I had to sit down with Tyler on the precipice of tears of him being confused of what he was doing. Everyone works differently. I could go 18 months without talking to Seth. That's happened, right? And ebbs and flows, but we're in this macro family thing and I have a responsibility to put players in a position to succeed. Empathy Wines, Nate and John, start as an intern and an admin. Um, what's your hot take on the 800 Yetis? Today? I'll explain in a minute, I'm okay, trying to help so, you. Sorry. Phil Toronto, my right hand in investing. Great hair. Tyler goes from admin to run. These guys know, they watch. Andy, Andy K went from intern to the president of VFriends. So they're watching, they all know. Avery goes from you know mid to, uh, mid to upper senior executive in a sea of a machine to send her to APAC to, as a kid to run the entire APAC, to bring her back to run the crown jewel of the VaynerX ecosystem besides VaynerMedia, VaynerNFT, right? People see this. Here's why I may buy 8,000 Yetis. I have a whole crew that's learning and learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. And four years from now, I might say, you know what? Anthony Latino, who I'm looking out there, Dave DeRosa, Seth, Dustin, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy 8,000 Yetis. I'm gonna buy out the IP from the original founders and I'm gonna have Dustin run it. I think he's ready and I think he'll love it. Like I have capacity to do things like that, that's why. And I'm gonna buy them for fucking $47. And then I'm gonna run it. And then the fucking 2,000 people that were just sitting with it randomly in their wallet, I'm gonna wake up and be like, what the fuck just happened? No different than plasma bears that sat in people's wallets that were worth $23 and got reborn this year. By the way, mm-hmm. Kalish, I was with uh, Kevin Rose this morning and uh, we're just shooting the shit. And he said, what's your, f-? or I, I, he didn't say that. I, I brought up that my favorite NFT that I own and I have good stuff, is my Plasma Bear X copies. Because he's a huge X copy collector and X copy's really starting to establish himself as the artist. Mm-hmm. Like in a way, even more than Beeple. Um, and so it's really interesting. I think that's right, yeah. So anyway, a lot right. of cool stuff. The wrap up, this is a solid episode. Yeah, this got real good the last four um, minutes. Okay, free listener league. It was like when you were talking less and me and Kalish were really deep it got I mean, real. we we ebbed and flowed real life, fake life. Um, yeah, it was good. Right. Okay, uh, free listener league play in the classic daily fantasy contest uh, for week ten. Chance to win a lazy lion confirmed by Matt. So excited to see that. And then big news, big 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 news. Ooh. DK Discord launch. Let's fucking go. Propsanddrops.io for link to our server. It is live. Get ready. Oh, that's fucking, that's, that's huge. 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 So big. Massive. Matt, any other adjective? Good vibes only in there. <laughs> okay, great. All right, that's it. Is GBO. Instant band, Franny. Even neutral vibes. Listen, I was in Cabo this last weekend and I had this game. This fucking blew my mind. So 11 people at a dinner. Parting story. 11 people at a dinner. I had the server bring over tequila shots, like 12. And An extra the game one? was yeah. anybody for Elijah. <laughs> oh my! It's a penalty shot bin, right? Anybody who says anything that's negative vibes or mentions NFTs during the dinner at all, penalty shot. I would be throwing up all over. Wow! Within minutes, forty something shots were were had. 
There was two people who had 10. <laughs> you, oh, you, at least you, ten. because you brought no, up NFTs no, 10 I, times. <laughs> my discipline was immaculate. Yeah, I, I was too. like three. Two people That's just really couldn't cool. keep it in check. That's really cool. I like that. That's a good yeah, game. one game, Bing forget bong. the NFT piece even, the negative vibes at dinner penalty shot is an incredible incredible rule it was a love fest i would recommend everyone tries that i love it this was a great fucking show we'll see you next time everybody give us the feedback on the cord and on the twitter see ya